The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation Football Talk for Fans by Fans right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and joining me for your week six, oh my god, week six, Dang. weekend roundup, David Brick, he's in the house. What's going on, dude? I hate fantasy football. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. It's a scam. It sucks. I hate it. Pour your heart out. Dude, every week. I go in, I'm like, all right, I got a bomb team, I'm smarter than the other guy, and I get mollywhopped. I play the guy that's got their best week every week. I don't know if the fantasy gods hate me for winning it four years ago and then taunting about it so bad that yeah, this is my, this is what I get, this is the repercussion, but why every week, in every league, does the dude have their best week? Like, Have you ever experienced that? Like, in the- I Not... To me personally, but I've it's, seen I've seen in one of my uh, the first family league that I ever did. My brother in law, uh, he was putting up crazy numbers. Like he was the highest points for, mm-hmm. but points against everybody was having their best week. Dude, it's them. brutal. Ne- I, it's it's such a rarity. It's, it's horrible. Th- you know this league I'm in. It's been a league for over ten years. We call it. We just called the big league because it's like a big league. It's one hundred fifty dollars to join. And I, I won it a few years ago, and I've been cursed since I've won it. And I, it's the one year I went four and nine, and I had the most points scored in the league. Right, four and nine. Yeah, I know <laughs> it's it, ridiculous. It, it, it's stupid. And then this year, it's like, okay, I got Tyreek Hill having a fifty-five point night. I lose. I have Aaron Jones have a forty-two point night. I lose. It's I can't I can't catch a break. I'm the unluckiest guy. My team name is now my team sucks. <laughs> That's my team name. At least you're honest. I am honest. That is the fir- that is the first step <laughs> towards rehabilitation. I, I, dude, I completely feel you, man. Fantasy God, football has wrecked my life over it's, the last five. I, I'm it's, six it's, years. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've won it once, and it was a five hundred dollar league. Wow, 2017. Um, yeah, I won five hundred bucks with Big Ben and Todd Gurley killing it. Nice. And I've just been bad ever since. It's just it's crazy because I, I, you're like me. We're, we're football guys. Yeah, we know football. But I think at least we'd like to think we do. We, at least we think we do. But I think what comes with with that is like we overthink everything. And the people that have success in fantasy football, they don't pay as much attention to football, and then it's just easier for them. I overthink so much. Right. I, I, I bench the wrong guys. I draft the wrong. See, guys. it's crazy. I don't feel like I have the. Well, okay. Last week I did. Last week I had the benching the wrong guy problem. I benched mm-hmm. Matt Ryan for Daniel Jones, but you know. It, it, it almost made sense. It's at really the time. T- it, honestly that doesn't. That's not a bad switch. That's but like if I would have left Matt Ryan, and I would have won my game. Sucks. Uh, but yeah, I, it, it's it's true. I, I was so obsessed at one point. I was in eleven leagues. This is three wow. years ago. That's a lot. Nine of them were for money. Weren't or they were? Oh, nine of them were for money. It's <laughs> a lot of leagues to 
Yeah. And follow a lot of leagues that I didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. You know, and it, it turned me out. Like I went from eleven to like four leagues total the following year. That's that's good. I think like three like I like three. Three to four leagues. I usually do three to four leagues. Yeah, but I got to stop. I need to retire. I need. I feel like Peyton Manning when they won that last Super Bowl before he retired, but he was not that good, and his carcass got dragged to a Super Bowl. Except nothing's carrying me. I'm just the carcass, and I'm laying there, drown, <laughs> drowning, dead, dying. <laughs> it's horrible. It's just. It's horrible. It is. Uh, I I sympathize, my friend. I it's, sympathize. It's so Trust bad. Me. And then you know, then I have my my second big league. It's a dynasty league. I have a stacked team every week playing the best team every, every it's just I, I don't know yeah I, what do you do i i don't know i don't need know. to like just get on my hands and knees and pray to the fantasy gods to just give me a break <laughs> just give me <laughs> please one just break. one i just want to win a game yep. right that's not too much to ask for <laughs> horrible oh, it's horrible all right everybody we got a ton to talk about today uh of course as we mentioned in our weekly preview episode uh, we had four buys this week, the Jets, Falcons, 49ers, and the Saints. So we only have 13. You and I have, like, no, 12 games to talk about today. So, nice. uh, But a lot of good stuff to do. So we're going to go back to Thursday Night Football, as we always do. Let's start off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Tampa winning 28-22 to to improve to 5-1. and one. Philly falls to 2-4. and four. Uh Big mo- note here, this was Zach Ertz's last game uh, as a Philadelphia Eagle as he was traded the following day yep. to Arizona. Yeah, that's crazy. I was actually low-key hoping that I could get the double start for him in one of my fantasy <laughs> But immediately they ruled him out. Yeah, they're, they're like, like yeah, they're you like, can't nah, do that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> my only chance was to basically catch a loophole, but no. <laughs> I, you know what? This game was... Like, the score ended up closer than it was, but I felt like the game wasn't that close. I don't know. No, I don't know. what Philly's so, like, just bad. Dude, they, and they had no business being within a touchdown. Like, within the touchdown. I The interesting call at one point to go for two, I liked it, but to make it that 22 to 28. But I don't know. Like, Jalen Hurts, I, I had... I was higher on him, but after watching that game, I'm just like, what? I don't he know if not the, the guy. I don't know if the Bucks defense is that good to where they made him look bad, or if he just really has no clue what he's doing. I don't think he has any clue what he's doing. That that defense, that secondary is depleted. I mean, they just signed Richard Sherman, and he's already was out. And he, yeah, and he was getting, yeah, exactly. He was out pretty early. And that Devontae Smith, the the wide receiver, that young guy, he yeah. he's good. And it's just like, how are you not targeting this guy way more than what, like four targets for the game? And they don't use the run game. Like, what what are you doing? And Miles, Miles Sanders? Sanders is your best offensive weapon, and why is he not running the ball? Right, I I don't get it. It's been a huge criticism of Nick Sirianni this year. Um, it made no sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. But I mean, I expected Philly to be bad, but I didn't expect him to be this bad. Right. And I, yeah, I used to, I used to be the biggest Tom Brady hater in the planet. Like as a Peyton Manning fan, you know, right. rivalry growing up. Something about Brady in the white Bucks jersey looks so clean, man. I just, and then he's balling out like better than ever. I, I think I'm starting to turn from like anti Brady to. Okay, I respect the guy. Yeah, he's pretty. You know, he's not he's bad. He's good. not. A, he's not a bad guy. I was like <laughs> low key rooting for him in this game, and I don't. I hate admitting that, and I hate admitting that on air, where now people can hold this against me. <laughs> but I have rooted against him so much my whole life in football, and obviously I'm cursed, so he's gonna win naturally. So I don't know. I just i I was watching this game, and I'm like, 
I think I like Brady. Yeah, <laughs> I think I do. Oh, he's legit, man. He's good. It, it's it's hard to argue it at this point. Mm-hmm. If you're still a Brady hater in 2021, well, yeah, you, know, you just you just a hater. Yeah, I think <laughs> it, it was definitely more of like always oh, on the Patriots beats the Bills and oh for sure all those suspect Super Bowl wins with like different you know asterisk next to them with like Deflate Gate and all that stuff, but. And once he went to the Bucks, it was just like, all right, I kind of dig this. Like, I don't know. He wanted to go to the Niners. Did you see that story come out? Uh, yeah. And everyone knew there was a team he wanted to go to, but no one knew what it was officially. But now we know it's the Niners. And and for him to, like, not be welcome there and his old backup is the reason why. And I think that just put him a chip on his shoulder. And that's to the just last beat thing. him up. Yeah. Because, right, the, the story was that he ousted Garoppolo from mm-hmm. – New England, from what I understood. Yeah. He wanted him to go, and then Brady ended up leaving and <laughs> right. messing everything up. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, interesting stuff. But, right. yeah, t- Tampa Bay looks great. They, they, they were missing they, Gronk this week. Leonard Fournette looks really good. He's been he's been fine. They find, like He's playing yeah. the way that everybody expects him to be. I have him in starting in fantasy. Yeah, he's. I actually just traded for him in that big league, which there's usually never trades. I traded Dawson Knox for him. My brother needed a tight end. Right. He's got like five running backs. And I'm like, this this might jumpstart me maybe. I don't know. He's catching passes out of the back, which you didn't see too much in Jacksonville. He's running hard. Like He looks good. He looks in shape. Yeah. I don't know. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So, your scoring drives for this game. The Bucks open up with a touchdown. Tom Brady hitting, oh my God, O.J. Howard's alive <laughs> for a two-yard <laughs> touchdown pass to go up 7 nothing. The Eagles answer back. Jalen Hurts hits Zach Ertz. Hurts to Ertz. Uh, for like a five-yard. Yeah, we're not going to be hearing that one again. <laughs> That's the last time. The last time. First and last time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, touchdown there. Tied at 7, and then uh, Brady went to work. He hits Antonio Brown for a 23-yard touchdown pass, 14-7 lead. And then, oh, my word, two more touchdowns. One of the second quarter, uh, Leonard Fournette goes up the middle for two, 21-7. And then Leonard Fournette goes up the middle again for a one-yard touchdown rush, 28-7. Then it was all legals to try and mount back a whole lot of garbage time. Jalen Hurts scrambles to the right for a six-yard touchdown rush. And then Jalen Hurts off the right tackle for two yards, 28-22, the final score. Your stats on the day. Tom Brady, 34-42, 297 yards passing, two touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher, Leonard Fournette, 22 attempts, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Your leading receiver was Antonio Brown, uh, nine catches, 93 yards, and a touchdown. For the Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Oof. Man, don't you all wish you had Carson Wentz right about now? <laughs> Jalen Hurts, 12-26, 115 I almost said pounds. Yards, one <laughs> touchdown when I, I was just caught up at the moment. Uh, leading rusher, Miles Sanders. Woo, big day. Nine attempts, 56 yards. <laughs> and leading receiver was Quez Watkins. Three catches, 44 yards. So, uh, exciting. Use Sanders. Six, it's 6.2 yards average and <laughs> yeah. running it nine times. Overrated, I, I guess. <laughs> Apparently, I, I, I don't know. Football, man. <laughs> it's wild. All right. Next up, <laughs> Sunday morning game. Urban Meyer. Getting his first win. I can't. I shouldn't just say Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars getting their first win. And Urban Meyer has been taking a lot of L's this year. Well, on and off the field. So this might be the first W he's been taking in a yeah. long time. Well, John Gruden uh, took a lot of heat from him. He's like, Nah, hold my beer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you haven't heard anything about Urban Meyer since. No, it has been all John Gruden, and now Urban Meyer got a win. Maybe we'll all forget about Urban Meyer's L's. I. <laughs> 
I did it. I, I made a meme about it instantly. <laughs> it's going. It's going. It's doing very well for itself make, right make, now. Make it viral. <laughs> yeah, Jacksonville getting their first one of the season, winning twenty three to twenty in London, mm-hmm. which is a uh, you know is it, it was actually not a bad game. Two crap teams, but not a bad. The game itself was good, yeah. and it's cool to see Trevor Lawrence get his first win. Over 300 yards passing. Um, like, I don't know. I think all of us a little bit kind of root for Jacksonville just because they're just so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I hate the Dolphins. Everyone's like, oh, the Dolphins are good. They're really not. They were supposed to be. They're, yeah, but I just, I don't see it. Tua is not that good to me. I, I I mean, I don't know. That's my opinion. I don't think, I think Tua is literally EJ Manuel 2.0. That's how I look at him. He had a decent rookie season. Mm-hmm. And I know this year has been marred by injuries and stuff. Right. It's it's been it's been a tough one for for Tua. I want to still give it some time before I write him off, but you know t- today wasn't a great comeback. I mean, he was just activated off IR, like yeah. you know, late last week. I know he's been practicing a little bit, but um, but I think the jury's still out. This, I mean, to to come back and lose to Jacksonville is not yeah a good way to come back. And you know, a team like Jacksonville, you should be lighting them up. I guess if you're, if yeah, you're a their defense is bad. And like, I, I mean, his stats really don't look that bad. But when you watch the game, it just they were spurts of like, man, he sucks. And then there's spurts of like, okay, I guess he's okay. But I don't know. I just I see EJ Manuel 2.0 in him. I see like uh, Daniel Jones esque in him. I don't know. You watch him throw the ball, and it feels like he can't throw hard downfield. And I just think that's going to come back and make him not not valuable in the future. Right. I mean, hey, Miami does have two first round uh picks if they're if they feel like they're ready to move on from him yeah. at some point, you know, th- this this year if he just can't get the job done. I mean, this is not the start that they expected. No, I, I guarantee he's done after this year. That's my my bold prediction. Very bold hot take. Yeah. Well, yeah, for uh <laughs> real spicy. But yeah, it was a, it was a back and forth game, honestly. It was uh Miami had the lead for a majority of it. I was surprised. I was like, oh, they're going to sign in Jacoby Brissett when things were starting to look really bad. Yeah. But, um, I mean, this is sex- this is technically like a second home stadium for Jacksonville, even though uh, they weren't super loud for Jacksonville. I think there's <laughs> right. more. It's not like there's more Miami fans there, but, man, NFL, you could send better games over there. I mean, I get it. I know. I, I know they <laughs> I get why they. I feel like they don't like. They're talking about doing Germany like next year in two years, and it's like, well, you got who are you gonna send over there? Why you gotta send like the jet, the Jets, <laughs> yeah, right, the Jets and the Dolphins. Like, oh my goodness, you know, or some like bad, like really bad one. Like, oh, let's go see Jets and Giants. And, yeah, like, and, uh, and you know, that's worthy enough of starting World War Three. It's just sending a horrible football game over to another <laughs> European country, and just that, that's enough of a reason yeah, right there. Yeah, no, but on some real, like I. I get why they send like th- these bum games kind of overseas, but like if they really want to make it something of value, they really should throw over there like a Chiefs, any anybody versus the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs are an exciting for team sure, or even I guess the Bucks right now. But I don't know how far out they plan these things. But yeah, well, I think that it's like a record based thing. It's, okay. it's a record based. I know, so, like sometimes towards the middle or the end of the year. They go, oh, the loser of this game goes to the jet to to London next year. Okay, I did not, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've heard it a couple times for the commentators. That makes like, sense. That's that why every single year it really is like a poor game. It just, I don't, it didn't make sense. But yeah, it's 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 sad, you know. But but it's a good point because like you know they used to complain like, oh, why didn't why didn't uh, NFL Europe work? Well, because the talent wasn't there, right? You know what I mean? If you if you send big stake games over mm-hmm. there, and, and that's probably why they won't because they are big stake games. They don't want any excuses, and, right? But um, 
but yeah, I feel like they could do better than this. Yeah. But I get it, Jacksonville. That Tony Khan, Shad Khan, they're all from London, so mm-hmm. uh, I guess it is what it is. But kudos, congratulations to uh, the Jaguars in the fan base for their first win since Week One of last year. Uh, your scoring tries for this game are as follows: Tua Tungo Viola opens up with a touchdown pass to Jalen Waddle for six yards, seven nothing lead. Then uh, was it Matt Wright, Michael Wright? Was there ki- uh, the Jags kicker? Uh, that guy's I don't so even got a stat. Relevant. It's like unreal. Even, oh, Matthew Wright. No, he had a hell of a game. Uh, Matthew Wright. He's got a sweet first name. Uh, Matthew Wright hits a 40-yard <laughs> field goal, 7-3. <laughs> Dolphins in the lead. And then Jason Sanders hits a 33-yard field goal. Uh, ten, what is going on? This, the group chat is blowing up. Uh, probably because Diggs just intercepted the ball for a touchdown against New England. Uh, and it's just like at the end of the game. That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. He yeah. is that dude. Okay. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, Jason Sanders, 33-yard field goal is good. 10-3 to lead for the Dolphins. Then they hit another field goal, 24 yards, 13-3 to lead. Jacksonville starts to rally back. Trevor Lawrence hits uh, Marvin Jones Jr. for a 28-yard touchdown pass, 13-10. to And then they, uh, they score another touchdown. James Robinson off the right end, 17-13 uh, to lead. Uh, in the fourth quarter, Tua Tungo Viola answers back with a uh, touchdown pass, two-yard touchdown pass to Jalen Waddle, twenty to seventeen. They take the lead, and then uh, two straight field goals, very impressive field goals from mm-hmm, Matthew Wright for sure. A fifty-four yarder that hooked. It was like watching a bowling ball go down the lane. Yeah, that seriously. thing was crazy. Yeah, I was like, everyone's uh, like wide right, and he nailed it yep. uh, to tie the score up at twenty. And then he hit a fifty-three yarder. Uh, to put the game away. I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is bad. I was watching it while driving <laughs> to my friend's house to watch all the 1 o'clock games. Okay. And right as they hike the ball for the kick, the feed cuts out. Oh, <laughs> you hate to see it. You I was watching on the it. NFL app, so they were... Well, NFL saved your life, buddy. I, I guess they did. <laughs> I guess they did. Uh, your stats for the day, Trevor Lawrence, 25 of 41, 319 yards passing, one touchdown, zero INTs, leading rusher James Robinson. 17 attempts, 73 yards, and a rushing touchdown. And the leading receiver, Marvin Jones Jr., seven catches, 100 yards, and a tutter. Um, I completely skipped over the Dolphins. My bad. <laughs> Tua, 33 of 47, 329 yards passing, two touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher for the Dolphins, Malcolm Brown, five attempts, 24 yards. And leading receiver was Mike Kosicki, eight catches, 115 yards. So that is your Dolphins and Jags statistics. Let's uh let's do let's get Texans Colts out of the I, way. I was I was hoping you'd go there. Yeah. How does it make you feel? The Colts beat a bad team. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I, I've said it before on this podcast. I have a buddy that's a Colts fan too, and you know, he talks in our group chat. It was like, Oh, the Colts won and my response was, Yeah, man, the Texans are so good. <laughs> I just had to kill his mood. But it is a good win. Uh, I uh, I don't know. I think this really showed that Jonathan Taylor is that boy. He just ran all over him. He did. He had um, he had a pretty pretty good game. Everybody did. The Colts' offense yeah. has actually been really good. It's the defense that has been very underwhelming. Yeah, I I thought that well, they are well they have been, but th- I thought Carson Wentz was going to light this team up more. He only had like what two hundred yards, but he played okay. I just thought he was going to be like I don't know. Like vintage 
you know, Super Bowl MVP caliber Wentz just because Houston's that bad. Right. I think they wanted to go with the run game. Yeah, I mean, obviously. definitely emphasize the run game, which they, makes sense. They've been going very pass-heavy mm-hmm. in the first half. I've noticed their play calling, and then they're trying to run a lot in the second half to dry, yeah. run clock down. And I get it to an extent. You know what I mean? The, the, the pa- I guess in, in res- retrospect, you know, the passing sets up the run, run sets up the pass. That I guess that's kind of their mentality, because yeah. uh, Taylor did like he was having a, a day in the second. You half. know, one thing about the Colts too is they finally figured out how to have a punch out game. You know, after last week when they couldn't seal the deal, Matt. And I really wasn't here to talk about it with you, but I just, oof, that's all I gotta say, buddy. <laughs> He's giving me this stone cold look like I'm a I'm gonna throw you out the window. Oh man, you fired. <laughs> uh but yeah. you know, this I think this was a good statement for them after what Lamar did last week to him to to come out and yeah, the Texans, you know, they're not that great, but you still got to be able to beat those teams handedly and they did. So that's good for them. Yeah, that that's the only bright spot. I'm just like um oh, let's I got to turn off notification for this chat. <laughs> yeah, it's for that, an hour. Okay. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just I want to see them beat good teams, and they they I think they can. You know, I just I don't think I just need to see it though. Like I yeah. I believe that they can too. They've been playing very like I said, their defense has been just bad lately. Yeah. Their offense has been fine, but the defense has been the bad. Defense is what was supposed to win them games, too, right? You know, so you know they got Darius Leonard back there, and I just feel like that dude needs more help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a good day today, but. This whole season, he's been bad. Yeah, like I didn't even put him. Like somebody asked me, uh, one of my friends, he's like, "Why? Where's Darius Leonard at?" Like, so we did a uh, post your top five best players from your team. I posted on the Facebook page, and he goes, "Where's Darius Leonard?" He liked the word. I'm like, "Dude, Darius Leonard's been trash this year." This year, yeah. I I was nervous for them when they signed him to that contract because because like, I always get nervous about big contracts. I I do too, but. As as good as he is, I feel like the linebacker position can fluctuate a lot on who's a top tier linebacker or not. And I just felt like the contract he got was massive to to really trust that. Um, but I don't know. That's my opinion. You know who I love on that team though? The dude Mo Ali Cox. What? A, oh, he's great. What a sick name. I know Mo Ali. I just want to you know name he my didn't play that. football in in college. Really? He played basketball at VCU. Yeah, when they they signed him as a free as like an undrafted free agent in mm-hmm. 2017, 2018. Yeah. He hadn't played a down to high uh football to, since high school. Wow. So. That's like uh if you do you do you know have you heard of the guy Chris Manhurts? He's a tight end. Yes. He's bounced around a couple teams. He played basketball at Canisius. He was he went to school with me when I went to Canisius. Oh, no way. Everyone there was like, "Man, he could be a tight end in the NFL." And then he like eventually just took that to heart and like tried out for teams and he made I don't remember what team he made the first. I think the Panthers bounced around on the Saints, Jags. I don't know even know where he is now. I know he's on a team somewhere. Right. But it's like similar to that. He never played football. At all, and then he just started. Yeah, if you're a big body dude who knows how to block and yeah. catch some passes when need be, you'd be right. fine. Exactly. But um, but it's yeah. Cool. So this was a tough loss for Houston. Uh, you know, a good division win for the Colts. But I again, I need to see more next week. I know they're on prime time. Are they Sunday night against the Forty ers Oh, that's a good game. That'll so, be a good game. We'll see. We'll see. They got a nice stretch of schedule, so that'll that'll prove some things. But yeah. Um. But all right, scoring drives for this game. Carson Wentz opens up the scoring with a 51-yard touchdown pass to Paris Campbell. 7 nothing lead taken there. And then Michael Badgley, 41-yard field goal is good for the Colts to put him up 10-0. Uh, second, or excuse me, first half scoring end to the Kaimi Fairbairn, 31-yard field goal, 10-3 at halftime. 
And then it's all Colts after that. Carson Wentz hits Mo Alley Cox for a 28 yard touchdown to make the score 17 to 3. And then uh, Jonathan Taylor runs up the middle for four yards to make it score 24 to 3. And then he finishes up the game with an 11 yard touchdown rush, 31 to 3. Colts walk away with a W. All right, your stats for this game Davis Mills, 29 of 43, 243 yards passing, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Leading rusher was Mark Ingram, 18 attempts, 73 yards. And leading receiver, Brandon Cooks, 9 catches, 89 yards. For the Colts, Carson Wentz, 11-20, 223 yards passing, 2 touchdowns, 0 INTs. Jonathan Taylor, yeah, that's not a whole lot of passing. Right. But when you put it together, that's like 20 yards an average per, per completion. Yeah, I just that's thought he bad, would like but you are right. do more right. than that. You I know, feel, I yeah. don't know. I feel maybe they were saving him a little. I, I, I don't want to make maybe. excuses. Yeah, no, maybe, I don't want to make excuses yeah. um, I get that. for them. He did throw like 400 yards like a, six days prior right. or whatever. And he, and he didn't really need to. No. So maybe I, you're probably right. Possibly. I'm just making excuses at this point. It's fine. JT, Jonathan Taylor, 14 attempts, 145 yards, and two touchdowns. Average 10.4 yards per carry uh, today. And then T.Y. Hilton, welcome back, T.Y. Four catches, 80 yards. Uh, he was the leading receiver for the Colts, and he went wow. down with a quad injury. So, uh, <laughs> Are you serious? I swear to God. This they they pulled for the game. Is he actually, like, is his parents actual glass? <laughs> like, did he did they produce a man that's just they literally glass? They said he's going to be okay, but it's like, I know, I've seen T.Y. Hilton quad injuries before. Like, come uh, on. I haven't even seen T.Y. Hilton. That's how much he's going to hurt. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Anyways, man. that is Colts and Texans. <laughs> Let's go to the Chiefs and the football team. Football team had a lead for a little bit today. Dude, I at one point in this game, I was like, are the Chiefs done? <laughs> like, I just was shocked at the, the I don't, but Mahomes had a horrible pick in the end zone. Uh, I, have, I have to say some things about Patrick Mahomes and his family. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, wait, did something happen today? Well, yeah, nope. something happened today. What happened? I mean, I saw the tweets against the Bills game from his wife. Well, here, there's there, a whole a couple very disrespectful things. Let's I'm not like I'm not like this cancel culture dude, but no, there's some fucked up stuff. His mom. Okay, people, that should not be an interception on the quarterback. That should be a fumble or anything else. Just putting it out there. Go Chiefs. It's just, it's just the fact that like she said that, but this wasn't even the worst thing. Guess what? Uh, little old Jackson Mahomes did. Which one's this? This is his younger brother. Okay, the one that's on TikTok. Okay. Yep, yep. He yep. did a TikTok dance while standing on Sean Taylor's number. That's disgusting. Yep, that's disgusting. I posted on the Facebook page. He's trash. That is trash. That yep. is. There are so many spots on the field to do a dance, that and you is... do it standing right on. That is the most. I don't even know how to. I'm speechless. I'm without speech. That is disgusting. That is just yeah. that's gross. I don't know what he's seen today, but it's like this dude just thinks he can get away with anything. And then, and then, yeah. Uh, and I'm not like, like I said, I'm not like, I don't go out of my way to hate people. Like, no, whatever you do, you whatever but, people want to do, whatever they want to do. I'm on the same page as you. But that is no, that's there's no class in that. That's no. just that's wrong, man. That's just not even cool. You should I, be honoring someone like that, not. Not yeah. stepping on their number, their number, stuff. you know, for a TikTok, video. especially when they're retiring his number, and right, you know, I don't know, and and then his wife, I, at least I know, against the Bills game was tweeting. Oh, I know she was. She was, and, a, yeah. She you was know, bad. I feel like that's only bringing attention to you, and and if anything, that's making your life harder as a football player. Like if you're Patrick Mahomes, low key, you should have an intervention with your family. You have just to title it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I <laughs> like, mean, honestly. You, you honestly have to. I mean, it's it's. 
I get, it's a tough conversation, but man, yeah. I have lost like I don't care for Patrick Mahomes right now because the way it's yeah. and it shouldn't be like that. No, but his supporting cast and I, I is like bad. Patrick Mahomes, and I don't know if that's reflective of Patrick Mahomes. It shouldn't be, but but, but the it longer is. he lets it go on, but it is. is. Yes. You know, unless he comes out and says, "Yeah, they need to stop" or something like that, or you know, at least do it behind closed doors, and they do stop. Until then, it's gonna reflect on him, and that's not. That's not something you want, man. I mean, from a team that's, what, 3-3, three and three, who everyone thought they'd be a lot better than this right now, that's only stuff that's going to bring you down and bring your team down. And it's obvious. I mean, they're showing Pat's play, he, right? He's thrown eight interceptions this year. That's more than he's thrown yep. uh, each of the last two years. Very uncharacteristic of him. Like, he's not someone that makes mistakes. And you know in his head, thing, like, for sports, it's all it's a lot of it's mental and if you go into a play, you're going to a game, and you're not 100% mentally there. Those little things that his family is doing, that's part of it. I'm telling you, I, as someone that's played down. sports, it's it's part of it. That stuff is there when it's on you, and it's definitely weighing you down. It lose, makes you lose focus. Yeah. No, it's 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 obnoxious. I mean, he's great. Like he should be top quarterback every year statistically. He should. I, feel, I feel like at least on that team with those weapons and <gasps> yeah, the one the one interception he threw today was like holy crap. This dude's Patrick. He, Mahomes. You know what? I shouldn't say he had a bad game. He he didn't. That, I, that that's probably. But the turnovers fair. are bad. The turnovers are bad. That's yeah. that's not that's unlike him. Um. But yeah, they they spanked Washington. Washington had a lead for a little bit, and then Casey. Just it was it was close, it. yeah. And then what? Second half hit. And then, yeah, like, they were the up. Chiefs really rallied, like what, two touchdowns in a row or something like that. Yeah, Washington was up. I think thirteen to ten at halftime. Yeah, but um, and, yeah. So scoring drives for this game, Chiefs opened up. Damian Williams, uh, two yard touchdown rush to go up seven nothing. Then Dustin Hopkins for Washington hits a fifty yard field goal, making the score seven to three. In the second quarter, Harrison Butker hits a 52-yard field goal to make the score 10 to three, and then uh, D- uh, Dustin Hopkins hits a 43-yard field goal for Washington, 10 to six, Chiefs in the lead. Uh, final score at, uh, at at the end of the second half, towards the end of the second half, Taylor Heineke hits Ricky Seals Jones. Thank you, fantasy. <laughs> Thank you, fantasy. I know. I you bring it up, up, fantasy. I'm man. sorry. Do you, want I got... me to, do you want me to ruin this equipment in here and just fling it all out the window? Because can I have anything? No. If I suffer, you must suffer too. Come on. <laughs> Let me have something. It's the way it works, buddy. <laughs> Heineke hits Ricky Seals Jones for a 39-yard touchdown strike, 13 to 10 at halftime, and then yeah, it's all Chiefs. Mahomes hits uh, Terry Kill for a two-yard touchdown. Then Damian Williams runs up the middle for three yards. And then uh, Patrick Mahomes hits uh, Robinson for a uh, 24-yard touchdown, 31-13 Chiefs. Scoring, uh, scoring, there's going to be stats for the game. Passing uh, leader for the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, no doubt, 32 of 47, 397 yards passing, two touchdowns, two INTs. Leading rusher, Daryl Williams, 21 attempts, 62 yards, and two touchdowns. And the leading receiver, Travis Kelsey, eight catches, 99 yards. For Washington, Taylor Heineke, 24 of 39, 182 yards passing, one touchdown, one INT. J.D. McKissick, the leading rusher for Washington, eight attempts, 45 yards. And McKissick was also the leading receiver, eight eight catches, 65 yards. So that is Chiefs. That is Washington. Let's look at Rams and Giants. All right. So uh, 
for those who don't know, I purchased some jerseys this past weekend. I didn't even know that. Did I know that? You did. You oh, I didn't know that. You almost got blocked on Facebook for that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was put in Facebook. Somebody actually bit. did got banned because she said she was going to kill me in my sleep. Oh, she, my got she messaged me. I messaged her. I'm like, you can't say that. <laughs> but um, shout funny. out to my ninth grade social studies teacher, Mrs. Haney. Hi. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> oh, but, my goodness. So I put the order in. Yeah. I ordered Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. The next night, Lamar Jackson... They said the Lamar Jackson jersey was not available, and then I had to pick something else. So on a whim, just so I can get this order out and ready to go, I, I ordered a Matthew Stafford. I seen that the Giants were winning three to nothing <laughs> for the first uh, for the bulk of the first half, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's happening again!" Oh no, the curse! <laughs> the curse is there. I, I thought the jersey curse was happening, but alas, it did not. The Giants looked like crap uh, per usual. And the Rams uh, looking really good. Five and one. The Rams improved yeah, to thirty-eight to eleven victory over the one five. Did, did you talk about this jersey curse on your? On, I've on mentioned show? it many a time. Yeah, because um, it it was nerve wracking as a Bills fan seeing you, you know. <laughs> Purchase an Allen I'm just jersey. bandwagon, man. Yeah, well, you know, dude, you can bandwagon all you want, but if you know you're cursing every quarterback, that's just like that's like that's like me, for example. I'm sitting here right now wearing a Cardinals jersey, not because I'm a Cardinals fan, but I'm I was a David Johnson fan for sure. It's a nice he, looking jersey. It's too. actually awesome. It's the it's the black one. It looks great, and I never wear it because I'm not a Cardinals fan. But he won me my big league in fantasy that year. He was phenomenal, and I bought this jersey. And I have not heard from him since. I, I, I would have him on my team every year, and I don't know what happened to him, but he is god-awful. And I feel like I cursed him. And uh, I have an Aaron Rodgers jersey. He, I bought it after he won the Super Bowl. He's got no Super Bowl since. <laughs> like, he's been good. That's but true. I know other people with jersey curses, and they're mostly their jersey curses is that the team or the player goes to a different team after that. Yeah. Which doesn't bother me, but I've legit, yeah. I've legit ruined a lot of lives. Yeah. But, hey, the Raiders <laughs> did win today, so Derek, shout out Derek Carr. Sam yeah. Darnold, I, I traded all I could. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Rams, 30-11. to 11, Not much to talk about with this game, just just no. domination. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much cutthroat, just yeah. domination. Daniel Jones, I got to make brutal game the rams looked good stafford looked amazing cooper cup is top tier uh oh yeah other than that it's just like it's just a steamrolling good old-fashioned steamroll it was it was so your scoring drives for this game uh yeah first quarter graham gano for the giants 27 yard field goal three nothing lead and then uh second oh my god there was three touchdown four touchdown passes in the second quarter oh uh, i didn't realize all that but it was Matthew Stafford. It's Robert Woods, Bob Woods, uh, for a 15-yard touchdown, seven to three lead. Then the Matthew Stafford hits Cooper Cup for a three-yard touchdown, fourteen to three. Then Daryl Henderson up the middle for two, and then Matthew Stafford hits Daryl Henderson for a 25-yard touchdown pass, twenty-eight to three, at halftime. Third quarter, Matt Gay 32-yard field goal is good, and then a Matt Stafford hit uh, touchdown pass to Cooper Cup for 13 yards, thirty-eight to three. And then in garbage time, uh, something Penny. He doesn't matter. Elijah. This is Elijah. <laughs> His name. Does, he doesn't matter. He plays for the Giants. Uh, Elijah Penny at the middle for four yards, thirty-eight to eleven victory. Your stats oh. on the day: Matthew Stafford, twenty-two of twenty-eight, two hundred and fifty-one yards passing, four touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher Daryl Henderson, twenty-one attempts, seventy-eight yards, and a touchdown. And Cooper Cup, big day for him: nine catches, mm-hmm. one hundred and thirty yards, and two touchdowns. 
Your uh, leaders for the Giants, Daniel Jones, 29 of 51, 242 yards passing, three Mm. INTs. Leading rusher, Devontae Booker, 12 attempts, 41 yards, and leading receiver was Sterling Shepard, 10 catches, 76. If you switch Tua and Daniel Jones, do you think anything changes? I don't think so. (laughs) If you put Brady on the Giants, do you think they make the playoffs? Honestly, maybe. Because it's like, you don't want to disrespect the GOAT, but like, they're Bad. <laughs> they're bad. They are. I that that thought intrigues me. Right. Their weapons are not bad. They're really not. But Brady bad, would have to come in and take over. Bad. I I think like if Brady came in, he'd have to take over the front office. He would take over the team, and I think they'd be a playoff team just because it's Brady and, and it's, it's the NFC. It, yeah, it's the NFC's earned the respect. I still think he would have got whopped by the Rams in this game, but the. The Giants are just so bad. <laughs> they are. I, I got nothing for them. I right. I thought that maybe they put up a little bit more spunk this year, but it's I got nothing. I for thought them. so too. I really did. I, I I'm not a Daniel Jones truther, but I thought eh, like he's good enough to win like seven games. Yeah, and at not least even, not even close. No, horrible. Not even remotely close. Yeah. Uh, next up, Bengals and the Lions. Cincinnati wins thirty four to ele- uh, two eleven to improve to four and two. Detroit zero and six. Booty cheeks. I didn't watch too much of this game except highlights off red zone. Yeah. Not a whole lot of intrigue here, but since he is playing like a playoff team. Do you know they dude, I I, I think they can hit that seventh seed at least. I do. I, I think they're good. They're I low think key so. good. Their their defense plays well. I think the coach is pretty good. Um Nixon looks more alive this year, and Joe Burrow is the real deal to me. And yeah. Jamar Chase. Ooh man, yep. he is good, dude. I he still kick myself in the ass for for, miss, for not drafting him. Yep, I he fell like four or five dude, rounds over uh, for, for yeah. projections, and I needed a wide receiver more than running back, and I took Najee Harris, and then I also had the third, second pick, and I took Pitts. Okay, and I had both guys, and I really wanted Chase, and I just didn't take him because of all that talk in the preseason. And now I hate myself for it. He looks so good. He, he looks. He's going to be the next top their top wide receiver in the league for sure. You for know? sure, he's been electric this year. Absolutely electric. And uh, dude, the Bengals though, dude, that the, the Joe Burrow. I was nervous after he got hurt and how he would respond coming back. Oh, but, I'm so happy for him. Yeah, me too. But yeah, th- there's been. I mean. Okay, you know, you see what happened with Dak. You see what happened with Joe Burrow. It's like, how do these guys come back from this? Mm-hmm. And they've come back, and they look—they look like they never missed a step. They almost look better than they did. Yeah, they look like they haven't missed a step at all. They just obviously didn't—they missed 16 games or whatever. That was it. And they come back, and, like, Dak's throwing the ball out of his mind. Joe Burrow's looking good. I love having his that connection with Chase for him. And, like, they're exciting to watch. Last week, I—you know, I, I usually root for, like, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, just naturally. I don't know. I don't. I'm not like a fan of the team. But last week, I was rooting. I was rooting for Cincy to beat them. And then after the what 34 missed field goals in overtime, Cincinnati lost. But <laughs> right, right. Know, but you know they're four and two, and they one should of, be five and one. And that you know right. And the one of their two losses is to a Packer team that's Super Bowl bound. Who was their loss to? I was trying to think of that. Oh, was it Minnesota? No, they beat Minnesota. It was they beat Minnesota week one. They lost to the uh, the Bears. They lost Bears. The Bears. That's yeah, what it I was. knew it. I knew it. Yeah, I was trying to think of a team. In that That's division. what it was. Andy Dalton revenge game. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, right. And <laughs> it, you know they they're they're a team that looks good. I know it's early. 
the amount of times my going up that the Bills started off like four and zero or five and one and then just didn't even make the playoffs is unreal. But I they look good. They yeah. look like a good team. They can compete with anybody yeah. for sure. And the Lions are, are aren't good, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they Dan Campbell calling out Jared Goff in his presser today. He said Jared Goff's got to play better. Jared Goff, dude, is killing me. I I said it before. I have this Jared Goff signed Rams helmet in my house, and I don't even know if I could give it away. Like the, mo- the every game he plays where he sucks, it's just another dollar. I'll give you two dollars, <laughs> dude. You know, talk to me in like four <laughs> years from now. I might take that off. All right, sounds good. I'll sounds donate good. it to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scoring drives for this game. Joe Burrow opens up scoring with a seven uh, seven nothing lead with a touchdown pass to Chris Evans, twenty four yards. Second quarter, uh, McPherson it's a thirty eight yard field goal, ten nothing lead. And in the third quarter, Joe Burrow hits Joe Mixon for a 40-yard touchdown strike. Uh, 17-0 lead there. McPherson hits a 40-yard field goal to make the score 20 to nothing. And then Joe Burrow hits C.J. Azuma for a two-yard touchdown pass, 27-zip. Bengals in the lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, Lions open up fourth quarter with scoring with an Austin Siebert 35-yard field goal, 27-3. And then... Uh, they pulled Joe Burrow, I, I guess. I was Brandon so Allen. mad. I, I, have, <laughs> I have him in fantasy. I used him in this big league because Russell Wilson got hurt. And right. They pulled him for like two passes and uh, one was a touchdown. Yeah. Brandon Allen hits Auden. Uh, Auden? I think it's Auden Tate for a seven-yard touchdown pass, 34-3 lead. And then DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift goes up the middle for a yard, 34-11. Um, that is the final score. Your stats on the day. Joe Burrow, 19 of 29, 271 yards passing, three touchdowns, one INT. Joe Mixon, your leading rusher, 18 attempts, 94 yards. And Jamar Chase, leading receiver, four catches, 97 yards. For the Lions, Jared Goff, 28 of 42, 202 yards passing, zero touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher, DeAndre Swift, 13 attempts, 24 yards, and a touchdown. And TJ Hawkinson, your leading receiver, eight catches, 74 yards. That is that. Bengals over Lions, 34 to 11. Next up. Packers and the Bears. Wow, what a shocker. Couldn't have seen this one coming. Uh, Packers walking away with a victory, and uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's getting a little uh, feisty there after he's, that touchdown. You seen that? Yeah, the little discount double check and telling <laughs> the whole crowd he still owns them. I love it. I, I love do. it. I, I do. It just makes, you know, I, it just, with all this taunting penalty crap, <laughs> I just love that that he did that. I, I want to see more taunting. These guys work their butts off, spend their time, you know, all day, all week, all season to, to play the game of football, and then to get a touchdown and then get, be thrown a flag for celebrating at all is just, oh, it's crap. It's crap. I wholeheartedly you know, agree. And you get a big tackle and you can't celebrate too much or else you get a flag. I hate that shit. I, they need to, ce- I, I, the celebration makes it fun, man. You got You can't take the emotion out of the game. Right. You definitely talk a lot about that. And, it hurts. You know, they wonder why they get called the No Fun League all the time. Right. But <laughs> I love I just picked fun. up on the acronym there. <laughs> no Fun League. I love that. That's awesome. But Aaron Rodgers being the superior intellect that he is, is like, you know what? I can't taunt the Bears. I'm going to shit talk their fans. Yeah, and, and he, that's why I, I love and respect Aaron Rodgers. I full-heartedly agree. Uh, I will die on this ledge that I think when it comes to most talented quarterback ever, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's what? he's just he's so good. Like Super Bowls aside, not even counting that, he's just, the way he plays the game. The, it, one year, uh, I don't know if you remember, but it was a game against the Cardinals in the playoffs. 
the dude had to go like the length of the football field in like 14 seconds. Yeah, it was a 2015 uh, divisional round. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You were about, dude, you're like an encyclopedia. I love that game. Dude, it's one of, it's one one of, of the, time. yeah, same for me. And this dude hail married it once and then he hail married it again and got it back to back to score a touchdown. Yep. And I think they lost the game in overtime. They did. Yeah. The, the defense let up a big Larry Fitzgerald. Like, yes. A and, lot of. Yak, it, uh, it, yeah. See, like he caught it. And just it was like a little dump pass. Yeah, and he just, and he just turned like, it up for pretty like much 40, went the distance or yeah. whatever. Like you know, they, then they won it. But I, that game was like holy shit, dude. This dude hell married it back to back. It's like that. Does, that's the point where like it's not even a fluke. The dude knows how to arc it, throw it, where his receiver can catch it. I don't know. He's he's so talented. He is. Uh, and I well, I just love that <laughs> discount double check. I own you. <laughs> I still own I you. I still own you. Amazing. That might have been his last time playing in Chicago. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. You know, who, who, who really knows? It, yeah. it might be. But, yeah, he took it to the Bears. It, it was bad. Uh, yeah, Green Bay's 5-1, and 24-14 mm-hmm. uh, victory. Let's run through the scoring drive for this game. Bears opened up with a touchdown. Uh, Khalil Herbert. Their run, their uh, new running back, new RB one, off the left guard for a touchdown and uh, seven nothing lead there. Then Aaron Rodgers was like, "Nah, fam." <laughs> Alan Lazard catches a uh, one yard touchdown pass, seven to seven. Second quarter, Mason Crosby finally hits a field goal. Um, Thirty nine yard field goal is good, ten to seven lead. And the third quarter, Aaron Rodgers hits Aaron Jones for a twelve yard touchdown pass, seventeen to seven lead there. And in the fourth quarter. Uh, fourth quarter, Justin Fields hits Darnell Mooney for a five-yard touchdown pass, and uh, Aaron Rodgers puts it away with a uh, he scrambles off the right end for a. That's where he called them out. Yeah, that's where he called their fan base for a six-yard touchdown rush. I own you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you a really stupid joke? Absolutely. <laughs> I love stupid jokes. Well, when Mason Crosby missed all those field goals last week, I texted my friends they should change his name to Mason Crossbar. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's just like Crosby crossbar. <laughs> so stupid. I hate my brain. <laughs> Anyone listening is like, dude, get this guy off the show. Everybody man. just clicked off. No, yeah. I, I, that's a good one. That was Facebook worthy. Yeah, I didn't go on Facebook for it, but I wanted to. You should have. You would. You know how many likes you would have gotten? At least eight. At least eight. And then that would have been like, a lot of internet clout. Eight, eight's a lot for me. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of clout. Uh, stats for the day: Aaron Rodgers, seventeen of twenty-three. 195 yards passing, two touchdowns, zero INTs. Leading rusher was Aaron Jones. 13 attempts, 76 yards. And the leading receiver, Devontae Adams, four catches, 89 yards. For the Bears, the Bears, Justin Fields, 16 to 27, 174 yards passing, one touchdown, one INT. Leading rusher was Khalil Herbert, 19 attempts, 97 yards, and a touchdown. And the leading receiver, Allen Robinson, four catches, 53 yards. My God, nice. that poor that poor guy. Every time I see Fields, I just think about the game. He had six completions. <laughs> and I don't know. Unless he does something big, I, that's all I'm going to think about. It's hard not to. <laughs> kind of hard not to. Right. Uh, all right. This is a really – it was supposed to be a really good game. Uh, Chargers and Ravens, man. Dude, I literally fell asleep watching this game. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I, I, I'm disappointed. I mean, listen, all right. Yeah. Ray, you got to put some respect on Lamar Jackson. The dude's good, man. He's good. And I think anyone that questions that doesn't know football. Correct. And I um, hate using that phrase towards people, but, it's, you know, they're, it's just like, oh, he's a running back. No. No, he's not. Just like, stop the crap. Yeah, like, he's good. He, his mechanics and, are so much better this year. Yes. And, like, he's a guy that's still improving. Even, and he won an MVP. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um. I just, me and my buddy, 
uh, talked about this game before, and we're like, who do we who do, who do we root for? As a Bills fan, you're like, do you root for the Chargers who are four and one? We don't play them this year, right? Or do we root for the Ravens who we've beaten in the past, and like I I don't know, we didn't know who to root for, so. I said I wanted a good game. Of course, I lose. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a big lose. I mean, I was pulling for the Chargers, but respect the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. they went thirty-four to six, and yeah, uh, the the Chargers' offense had no answer for them. It just made the Chargers look human after a really good start of the year. You know, for where sure. beating the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I know they've struggled, but they've beaten some good teams, and they're you know they had a good record. I just think they're. I think that's a team that's going to be in the playoffs, but. It, it, again, it it's made one of those humbling losses too yes. that you kind of need to be brought down to earth a little bit before you can, you know, one step forward, two step, or yeah, and that's why, yeah, exactly, yeah, and that's why I, I, I said I wanted the Chargers to win this game because I felt like they would be humbled eventually, even by a mediocre team. Yeah, and, and the Ravens have obviously proven themselves with Lamar to be like a top team in the AFC, and I think right now it's. The, it's the Bills and Ravens that, that oh, are the two teams to be reckoned with right now. And, you know, you throw the Chiefs in there, but right now it's it's the Bills or Ravens. It's their show. I Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they, they, Offensively, the Chargers just could not get past this defense, couldn't push the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was a great defensive game plan for a team that's been, you know, as banged up as it is to step up like that against, you know, the likes of Keenan Allen and mm-hmm. and Mike Williams and, and Herbert and Eckler and, and Jared Cook and all these pieces. Right. They made them look silly. Yeah. And it was uh, incredibly one-sided. So hats off to the Ravens, man. They look good. Yeah. They look they, really, They do really look good. good. And they and they beat them with, like, a plethora of running backs. They didn't even, like, really have one thing going for them that worked. They just kept running the ball with different guys, and it was working. Correct. Absolutely correct. Um, yeah, scoring drives for this game. Latavius Murray was the first on the board. 14-yard rush. For a uh, seven nothing lead, and then, yeah, they hammered a Le'Veon Bell hit a two yard touchdown rush. Fourteen uh, nothing lead. Second quarter, Justin Ducker hits a fifty two yard field goal. Seventeen nothing lead there. Then the Chargers put some points on the board before halftime. Uh, Justin Herbert hits Jared Cook for a one yard touchdown. Seventeen to six. Third quarter, uh, yeah, second half is obviously all. All Ravens. Third quarter is where all the scoring is. Lamar Jackson hits Mark Andrews for a nine-yard touchdown pass, 24-6 lead there. Justin Tucker hits a 39-yard field goal to make the score 27-6. And Devontae Freeman off the left end for a nine-yard touchdown rush, 34-6. So Le'Veon Bell, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, and Latavius Murray all scoring touchdowns. It's it's it, wild. It is. Freeman it? looks good, man. Yo, I was just gonna say those those words. It, he did when, I, when he got the ball. He looked like explosive, very like, explosive. It, it I haven't seen him. him like that in a no. very long time. He, he looked like he was he was fighting to be in this league, man. Yeah, no, he is. It was he definitely cool to see. is. So he's he's definitely he's 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 earned it. Uh, your stats for the day: Chargers Justin Herbert, twenty two of thirty nine, hundred ninety five yards passing, one touchdown, one int. Leading rusher Justin Herbert. Two attempts, 12 yards. Oof. Leading receiver, Keenan Allen, five catches, 50 yards. For the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, 19-27, 167 yards passing, one touchdown, two INTs. Um, it doesn't look as good as I remember. Uh, anyways, leading rusher was Devontae Freeman, nine attempts, 53 yards, and a touchdown. And the leading receiver was Mark Andrews, five catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. So that is... Uh, that is Chargers and yeah, Chargers and 
excuse me, I'm messing up here. I'm watching. Uh, Chargers and Ravens. I'm watching you stutter to, to say the team names. I'm really enjoying it right now. <laughs> I was like, where did the game go? Where did uh, the game go? <laughs> Next up, Vikings and Panthers. Vikings with 34 uh, 28 victory in overtime. They've had a couple overtime games so far this year. But yeah. um, uh, honestly, it was a, like I said, it was a good showing, I think, for both teams. Um, you know, the Panthers didn't look bad in losing. Got to see a little bit more, uh, you know, just aggression. I think just a, a better, mm-hmm. like Sam Darnold, who looked cleaned up. He let a good two-minute drive. Uh, and, and for the Vikings, you know, Kirk Cousins looked, looked pretty solid as well. It, it was... Just a good competitive game, but Carolina's lost three straight. Minnesota's kind of on the up and up. Yeah, they've taken advantage of their scheduling. Yeah, um, but I, I think the Carolina just let the game go by letting Darnold throw so much. Like they should have just handed the ball off way more. I, that Hubbard dude, I don't even know. Shuba him. Hubbard, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. He's good, man. Like I just, I don't know. I feel like if they at least kept giving him the ball or doing more, just more run plays, I feel like that would have. Open the door for Darnold to have more success this game. They only lost by six points. I mean, wait, I went to overtime, so I don't know. That that's my opinion on the game. I I, I actually like Darnold this year, but I I th- I think that Hubbard dude's pretty good. I think he could be an RB one. Yeah, really do. Yeah, especially. So. I mean, he's gonna be the guy for the next couple of weeks. Christian McCaffrey put on IR. Oh, for another couple of weeks. You know? Know, yeah, they just put him back on, and if I'm not mistaken, that helps my one in five fantasy team. I, I'm sure it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> it definitely does. I, I say help like uh, it needs a lot of help. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was a it was a pretty competitive game. Good to see, see a little bit of spunk, but uh, a tough spin for Carolina for sure. Uh, scoring drives for this game opens up with the uh, Greg Joseph 25 yard field goal for the Vikings three nothing lead there. Uh, Chuba Hubbard goes off the left tackle for a two yard touchdown rush seven to three Panthers. Greg Joseph hits another 25 yarder to make the score six to seven, and then they score a touchdown. Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins to uh, Chris Herndon two yard touchdown pass twelve to seven. Uh, Vikings leading at the end of the first quarter. Second quarter, only points. Zane Gonzalez, 47-yard field goal is good. Brings the score 12 to 10. And then second half, uh, Carolina scored off of a blocked punt. Blocked punt. Yeah. You don't see that much. No, you really don't. You really don't. So, uh, yeah, that put them in the lead for a little bit. 17 to 10 uh, lead there. And then uh, Dalvin Cook off the right guard for uh, 15 yards. Right, sixteen yards. Oh, sixty. Oh, yeah, that's right. They challenged it. Mm-hmm. They called them short and they challenged it. Eighteen to seventeen. Good save. Mm-hmm. Um, good gotcha. save, my man. Eighteen gotcha. to seventeen lead, and then uh, Kirk Cousins hits Adam Thielen for a five-yard touchdown pass, twenty-five to seventeen, heading into the fourth. Greg Joseph hits a thirty-eight-yard field goal to get uh, twenty to seventeen, and then uh, Zane Gonzalez for the, the Panthers, twenty-three-yard field goal is good, twenty to twenty. Uh, still the Vikes, and then Sam Darnold hits Robbie Anderson to tie it up with a two-point conversion. Uh, tied at 28, and then Kirk Cousins hits uh, K.J. Osborne, I believe is his name, for a 27-yard yeah. touchdown pass, 34-28. It's crazy. This game really was, like, you're following the stats here. Like, I, I didn't watch the game. I followed it, but, it, wow, it really was a good game. It was exciting. Yeah. Honestly, the final moments of the fourth quarter, it was it was Yeah, Carolina really with an 11-point comeback yeah. with four and a half minutes left. And to make things interesting? And Absolutely. Then to lose, but, you know. Absolutely. Good game. It was. All right, your stats for the day. Kirk Cousins, 33 of 48, 373 yards passing, three touchdowns, zero INTs. Good game from Captain Kirk. I like mm-hmm. that. Yep. Guess who was playing him in fantasy today in the big league? You. Yeah, of I played against him, too, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Dalvin Cook, uh, leading rusher, 29 attempts, 140 yards, 
and a uh, and a touchdown. Your leading receiver, Adam Thielen, eleven catches, one hundred twenty six yards, and a touchdown. For the Panthers, Sam Darnold, seventeen of forty one, two hundred seven yards passing, one touchdown, one int. Chuba Hubbard, leading rusher, sixteen attempts, sixty one yards, and a touchdown. And the leading receiver, DJ Moore, five catches, seventy three yards. I have to say, there were a lot of drop passes today. Were I they? did watching the game. There were a lot of drop passes. Again, not making excuses for Darnold, but I watched a couple bad one, good ones hit like DJ Moore's mm-hmm. hand and they just drop. And yeah, that was that's, a, that was, that's a big that's a big no no. Yeah, you're not going to win games if your your team's dropping the ball. So not at all, not at all. All right, next game: Cardinals and Browns. Another one that I was expecting to be a lot closer, but it just was not. Man, Arizona's that good, dude. They're six crazy. and zero. Oh. And they did it without Coach Cliff Kingsbury as well. Oh, that's um, right. He was out. He was out. Was, uh, COVID. Is, is Kyler an MVP candidate right now? Oh, absolutely. Do you think he wins this year? I think he's putting up a good case for it. I think Lamar Jackson is is definitely having an MVP-type season, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see a couple more games from Josh before I put him in the mix. He struggled early on. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But Kyler and Lamar have been great. Like I think Lamar's total offense right now is more than like a handful of teams. Really, I seen it. He had oh, more. Oh, I did see that. I seen this like some graph or something. Yeah, but Kyler, no doubt. Kyler, no doubt, is in that MVP conversation. I He's, think if I was to rank them, I'd put like Kyler number one in the race, Josh Allen number two, right? Maybe Lamar three. I'm biased though. I'm an Allen fan, but like that's how I would rank it. There's a lot of other people up there right now. For too. sure, I had Herbert. I had yeah, Herbert, uh, yeah. and then and then this week hit. I yeah, like, I, yeah. That you know those those kind those people that are kind of stepping up right now. I, I'm not putting in there just because you need to see more from them. Right, there's a growth. To get, yeah, to get that respect to be ranked for me. But I I I think this is Kyler's race to lose. I was looking at their schedule and whatnot, and they have some tough games. But I think if he just balls out like this and and they make the playoffs, like I just I don't know. It'd be hard to to not give it to him. He looks so good, dude. He does. He does. He is literally his team. I mean, if he goes down, it's a wrap. I, he, but he's got that like, as a, you know, I said all off season. He's like a younger Russell Wilson, a hundred percent, and like the a team's short guy, yes. speedy. You know, can has take good, off and can sling, and he can sling. He's got great accuracy. I love. I don't know if you've seen. I'm sure you have. But the meme on Facebook. It's like it's crazy. The last undefeated team is 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 run by this guy. And it's like they put him on the chair. They put him on a chair, and he's like the size <laughs> of a toddler. And you know, Roger Goodell standing next to him. Oh yeah, they they love to pick on that. I, I've yeah. I've. Yeah, I, I've 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 had a few few good ones about Kyler too. Yeah, I've it's, always uh, I've always been under the impression of like why like because like I don't know growing up. I never like everyone that watches football and analyzed football and analyzed scouting and all that stuff. They were like, you got to be at least six one or taller to be a quarterback. And I'm just like, why? Like, right. you know, Russell, like, Wilson, oh, I can't see behind the offensive line while well, he's he can move doing good. Yeah, and Doug move. Flutie was good when yeah. he was a little guy. And, and like, you don't have to be that tall to no. me. Like, I, I don't know. That's, that's just one of these just draft narratives that everybody likes right. to play. So there's a storyline. Yeah. On getting some maybe head. traditional football. That's how you, you know, when you're a pocket passer, but the, you know, that, that, that is football is are, gone, you yeah, know, for sure. It's modernized so. for sure. But yeah, a lot of injuries to Cleveland here. All right. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield went down at the post game press conference. He was, um, he was uh, seen in an arm sling. Kareem Hunt went down. He had to get carted off the field. OBJ had an injury. Uh, Cle- I think they might have had a defensive. They came into this game without two of their tackles, too, if I'm not mistaken. 
So a they lot were of banged injured. up. They were pretty banged up, and it, it got it got even progressively worse. But yeah, Cardinals came into Cleveland and handled their business, and uh, yeah, yeah, pretty uh, like handedly. It, it, it was bad. Yeah, it, was bad. Like it, hand- it wasn't even competitive. No, man, it was handedly, and it's crazy because going into the year, you know, you start to have those predictions of who you think is going to sit atop the AFC, rank them, like who you think teams are going to finish, and I feel like a lot of people I knew had the Browns as like a top. You know, one or two teams in the AFC, like as did I. I certainly Chiefs, did. They were maybe Super like Bubble. Chiefs, Bills, Browns, somewhere in that order, unranked. You know, somewhere. Yeah, it would be those top three. And I'm just like, dude, the Browns know how to brown, man. They, <laughs> they still. Do. I mean, like I said, they're way better than the record. I think, they are. So. They are. They're three and three. They I, they've had to have lost to some good teams, but KC they lost to the Chargers last week and then Arizona this and week. And those so. are three solid losses for like sure. You're, you're losing to teams that are solid. Like the Chargers game that I remember that was close. That was a shootout, good ass game. Yeah, and you know then they lost the Chiefs. That was also a close game to open the year. Uh, this game not so close, but. You know, they'll the, the, they'll they'll string some wins together, right? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> certainly maybe. Uh, yeah, scoring drives for this game. Kyler Murray hits Christian Kirk for a twenty-one yard touchdown pass, uh, make the score seven nothing. Then uh, he hits DeAndre Hopkins for a thirteen yard touchdown, fourteen nothing lead there. Second quarter, Matt Prater hits a thirty-six yard field goal, seventeen nothing lead, and then a fifty-one uh, yard field goal, twenty nothing lead. Browns answer with a touchdown, hit Donovan Peoples-Jones for his first of, uh, I think, two two touchdowns this day. 20-7 to lead, uh, Cardinals still in the lead. And then a Matt Prater, 33-yard field goal, 23-7. to And uh, closing moments of the court, this is the first half, Baker Mayfield hits a 57-yard touchdown, a Hail Mary, if you will, uh, to Donovan Peoples-Jones, 23-14. to But it was all Arizona after that. Kyler Murray hit DeAndre Hopkins wide open. Dude was wide open and nobody really? on him. Yeah, back of the end zone had oh, nobody on goodness. him. Nine yard touchdown, thirty to fourteen lead. And then the fourth quarter, Calamari uh, hits AJ Green for a fourteen yard touchdown, thirty seven to fourteen. I, I'm a big proponent of uh, if anyone's ever going to hit a hail mary, it's against the Cardinals. So I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy Baker did that. Oh yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, it was after the hail Murray last year or whatever. But, yeah, uh, you know, too bad the Browns blew it. They browned out. They yeah they they definitely did. I, I can't believe the Browns were favorites in this game. Do you know that it was like one, it was close, it was three, right? It was like one or two three or, point favorites. It was a three point oh, at, at, when the that. game started, right? Like the Cardinals are five and zero, oh, the Browns are three and two. I get it's in it was in Cleveland, right? And it was in Cleveland, yeah. It's, but like, dude, I don't I don't know. Weird. It was weird. Yeah, Vegas. They, well, I Vegas, think the Cardinals uh, covered the spread. I think uh, they did. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, think? <laughs> your stats for this game, Kyler Murray, 20 of 30, 229 yards passing, four touchdowns. Just good, Oh, dude. my God. Leading rusher, James Conner, 16 attempts, 71 yards, and your leading receiver was A.J. Green. Five catches, 79 yards, and a touchdown. For the Browns, Baker Mayfield, 19 of 28, 234 yards passing, two touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher, Kareem Hunt, 14 attempts, 66 yards, and your leading receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones, four catches, 101 yards and two touchdowns. I never root for people to get hurt ever, and I will never cheer anyone to get hurt. I'm just stating the facts that AJ Green's always hurt. Oh, yeah. In the year, like, well, not the year, but in my dynasty league, I have Hopkins. It's like, and I'm waiting for AJ Green to get hurt, and he's not. (laughs) It's really putting a damper on my (laughs) my dynasty team right now, because if AJ Green's not there, that's all going to Hopkins, and it's driving me nuts, man. I need that guy to be as good as he was last year production-wise, and he's just he's not 
where he was. I mean, he got a couple touchdowns today, great, but he was always getting over 100 yards in a score. He, yeah, he used to be really, really something. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, he's talented. He's still good. He's just with A.J. Green there and, you know, Kirk even a little bit, but more A.J. Green. Coming. I'm happy for. I'm very happy for A.J. Green. I am too. I love Green, but from a, a fantasy owner standpoint, I'm not rooting for him to get hurt at all. You're That's, just expecting I'm it. I'm just expecting Absolutely. it, and I, it's just like, if it's going to happen, gonna do it, it can happen now. <laughs> Uh, no, no doubt. All right, next game: Dallas and New England. We missed a heck of a game, dude. I, heck yeah. of a finish. We, I was kind of watching the updates as we've been talking here. Yeah. What a finish in that game. Yeah, dude, yeah. The Patriots almost won it. They almost did. They had a good. They, they, they. Yeah, they, they put it to the limit. It, it was definitely. Uh, I was not expecting it to be this close. Yeah, you know when we started, it was twenty-one uh, twenty, and the Cowboys missed a field goal. Yeah. And then Trayvon Diggs, man, pick six. The dude's had an interception every game in his NFL career. That's crazy. Oh my God! Thank you, Dak Prescott and, and CD Lamb. I just won a fantasy game. I was not. I had no business yeah, being and, in. And that's where I was because getting to, of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So so he gets the pick six, and then you know the Patriots go down and they score really quick. I think they might have scored on Diggs, but then they ended up getting yes. an overtime or whatever. And uh, CD Lamb, I I love CD Lamb. Dude is awesome. He's so good, dude. I love. Uh, I just love watching Dallas's offense. Something yeah. about it. No, dude. they're very fun this year. And, they and, are. You know, I don't look at Mike McCarthy as this offensive guru, but actually, it's not him. It's uh, what's it, what their offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. Yeah, I think he's it is. Gl- he, he's he's going to be head yeah. coach. He's going to be head coach. He soon. should be. And I feel bad for Dallas when he goes. But um, but yeah, big win for Dallas here, pulling it out in New England. But you know, kudos to New England. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah Chris Newingle for hanging tough. Yeah, I I think I'm slowly getting a little bit more respect for Mac Jones. Uh, I did not like him at all. I still don't know if I do, but he's 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 been the best rookie. Yeah, he's not like making mistakes. I guess he's just really like I don't know. He's he's reliable throwing short open passes, kind of like what Brady did for a living for a while. Yeah. And I like to see him with, with some just high-end weapons, not just guys off the streets. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think if, dude, if you give New England a couple receivers, like, Mac Jones might be decent. Absolutely. You know, maybe the dude from the Jets can take some notes or something. I don't know. <laughs> but. Yeah, for sure. Uh, scoring drives for this game. Uh, Damian Harris opens up the scoring uh, with a direct snap up the middle for four yards, 7 nothing lead. And uh, then Dallas answers back. Dak Prescott hits Blake Jarwin for a one-yard touchdown pass, seven to seven. Uh, but wait, hold on, Mac Jones is like, nah, Hunter Henry, twenty yards to the house, fourteen to seven lead, end of the first quarter. Second quarter scoring, Greg Zerline hits a thirty-yard field goal, ten to fourteen. Um, Patriots still in the lead. Third quarter, and it's it's yeah, third quarter is all Dallas. Dak Prescott hits Ceedee Lamb for a one-yard touchdown pass, seventeen to fourteen. And then Greg Zerline hits a 45-yard field goal, 20-14 to 14 lead there. Fourth quarter opens up, and uh, and Patriots take the lead again. Something Stevenson off the left guard. Ramondre. Ramondre. Yep. Mm. Hopefully I didn't butcher that. I th- it, sounds about, it sounds right. <laughs> uh, Ramondre Stevenson off the left guard for one-yard touchdown, 21-20 lead. And they score again. Oh, boy. Mac Jones hits uh, Kendrick Bourne, 75-yard touchdown pass, 29-26 there. And then Greg Zerline ties it up to go into overtime with a 49-yard field goal. And then in overtime, we're getting a lot of overtime games this year. Yeah, I, I love, love it. it. I, I do, too. It makes football way more fun to watch. It, it does. Dak Prescott hits CeeDee Lamb for a 35-yard touchdown, puts the game away, 
35-29. You missed a score in there. I did? Yeah, Trayvon Diggs, 42 yards. I had to point it out because that dude's so good. I had to. They I was going to, I was going to, like, They don't like, have it listed in here. Really? Yeah, that was, uh, that was, because it was up 21-20. Yeah, then, that's right. I just, I had to point it out, not to call you out. I thought it was weird. But, no, 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 don't be afraid to interrupt. No, but, like, Trayvon Diggs it deserves the respect of being called out for having that touchdown. No, that's fair. <laughs> I thought it was weird. But, yeah. yeah, they legit have just the, 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 like, uh, the Stevenson and, and, Kendrick Bourne, like yeah. one after another. Stupid. Yeah, they they they, they must have the stats a lot, app. dude. I don't use that. That's why I use the ESPN. One. I'm gonna have to start. I'm yeah. gonna have to start. Uh, all right, your stats for the game: Dak Prescott, 36 of 51, 445 yards passing, three touchdowns, one INT. I think Dak needs to be considered in the MVP race. I agree. Too. I would put him up there too, dude. He's slinging 400 plus yards a game. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's he's so good. He is Zeke. Zeke Elliott, leading rusher, 17 attempts, 69 yards. Your leading receiver was CD Lamb, nine catches, 149 yards, and two touchdowns. For the Patriots, Mac Jones, 15 of 21, 229 yards passing, two touchdowns, one INT. Damian Harris, uh, your leading rusher, 18 attempts, 101 yards, and one touchdown. And your leading receiver, Kendrick Bourne, one catch, 75 yards, and a touchdown. That is Dallas and the Patriots. All right, uh, the last game me and David are going to talk about together, the Raiders and the Broncos. We all know the week that the Raiders have had. Raiders. Raiders. Uh, John, uh, me, yeah, John Gruden. I almost said John Harbaugh. John Gruden uh, resigning is well-documented. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know what happened. Yeah. Horrible, disgusting. Right. And the Raiders came back, and they bounced back strong underneath their uh, their new interim head coach. Yeah, I was wondering how they bounced back. I, I thought, uh, you know, a coach of, like, Gruden's magnitude and the effect. Like, he's been there, you know, a couple of years. I, I was just wondering if the players would, like, Lose focus of preparing for the game, but that you know, whatever. That's a lot of stuff that's going on. Yeah, it's the of, middle of the week too, and that's like that's when you're you're getting your game film. That's yeah. when you're starting to and run then through you your playbook. You got to deal with all the questions, the media. You're going to be hounded more than usual. Yeah. you know, you lost your coach, so now you got to you know, yeah, you have you know a guy that's there, but things change. So I was I, I was really expecting. Uh, Either one of two things, like the Raiders like whomping on the Broncos, or the Raiders getting spanked. Right, um, and I feel like they came out with that like we're gonna just win mentality, and they're gonna lose all the games after this. Cause yeah, that's usually maybe. how it goes. That's yeah. how it usually goes. Honestly, maybe <laughs> you know, but it was it was interesting. You know, I it's what what happened was crazy, and and hopefully. Uh, you know, there's no one else in the NFL doing that type of crap. Apparently, they said there isn't, but yeah. you know, you never know. I, I don't buy it, yeah. but they have, they released an official statement that all the other emails are good. So, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, the Raiders came showed up big today, four and two. They are now uh, with their thirty four to twenty four lead or victory over the now three and three Denver Broncos. Uh, your scoring drives for this game: Derek Carr hits Henry Ruggs for a forty eight yard touchdown pass, seven nothing lead there. And then uh, the Broncos answer back. Teddy B hits Tim Patrick for a 23-yard touchdown, tied at 7. Dan Carlson hits a 50-yard field goal for the Raiders, 10-7 to lead there. And then we go to the second quarter where Derek Carr hits Kenyon Drake, his first touchdown as a Raider, 31 yards, 17-7 lead uh, going into halftime. Third quarter, Kenyon Drake hits another one. He runs up the middle for or off the right guard for 18 yards, 24-7 lead. And then Brandon McManus is a 32-yard field goal to make the score 24-10. to The Raiders then answer back. Josh Jacobs off the right guard for three yards, 31-10. to um, Yeah, lead. And then the Broncos start to try and rally back. Teddy B hits uh, Corlin Sutton for a 12-yard touchdown pass, 31-17. to Fourth quarter, Dan Carlson uh, gets his final points of the game for the Raiders. 
30-yard field goal is good, and the final touch uh, scores a touchdown. Teddy B hits Noah Fant for a four-yard touchdown pass. That's funny because, you know, Kenny and Drake scores, what, two touchdowns? Two touchdowns. Two, two touchdowns, yep. And uh, guess who dropped him in the big league I have in fantasy football before uh, this week? Wait, I know, I know. Uh, Matt, you. Yep. <laughs> it's, you can't make this stuff up, man. He doesn't score all year. I thought they would use him more. I thought Jacobs, I don't know, like I thought it was a good handcuff to have. And uh, I just thought Drake would be like already part of, a, of that offense after they signed him, even though they had Jacobs. And, yeah. You know, he does nothing. I drop him. He gets two touchdowns. That's the curse. <laughs> so congrats, Drake. Be happy. That was me. <laughs> That's your, Yeah, You so you have a curse. I have a curse. Oh, yeah. Your stats for this game, uh, Derek Carr, 18-27, 341 yards passing, two touchdowns. Leading rusher, Josh Jacobs, 16 attempts, 53 yards, and a touchdown rush. Leading receiver, Henry Ruggs, three catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown. For the Broncos, Teddy B, 35-49, 334 yards passing, three touchdowns, three INTs. Leading rusher, Javante Williams, 11 attempts, 53 yards. And your leading receiver was Noah Fant, nine catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Next up, Sunday Night Football, Seahawks and Steelers. Big-time drama in Pittsburgh. And the conclusion of uh, our Sunday Night Football, the conclusion of uh, Week 6's weekend games. Man, great football game. Not on paper. Not on paper. Definitely did not look like a uh, a game that I was going to be personally invested in. But honestly, I stayed up for the whole thing. Uh, obviously, I'm recording right now. So it was uh, not too shabby. The Pittsburgh Steelers win 23-20 to and improve to 3-3 three and three on the season. The Seahawks uh, fall to 2-4. and four. Honestly, valiant effort by Geno Smith and company. Uh, they're obviously uh, you know, down Russell Wilson, which was a huge, huge loss for the Seattle Seahawks team. I've always described you know, Russ as the glue that holds this team together. Gino went out there, and aside, honestly, from that final play, that final turnover that he had, wonderfully punched out by uh, T.J. Watt, Gino didn't play terrible. Had this, they had the Hawks in this game the whole time. So, um, you know, but it, unfortunately, a win is a win, and a, and a loss is a loss. And Pittsburgh got away with it, man. Defense won. Big Ben played relatively well. Got the ball out. Najee Harris, it just everything kind of fundamentally worked. And there was a whole messy situation at the very end of the game. I'm sure you've all seen it with the clock, running out of bounds, a fumble uh, from DK Metcalf. A lot of craziness, but it was definitely worth uh, staying up and watching. Your scoring drives are as follows. No points in the first quarter. In the second quarter, Big Ben hit Najee Harris for a five-yard touchdown pass to go up 7 nothing, And then Eric Ebron rushed for a touchdown. Off the left tackle for a yard, 14 nothing lead for the uh, Steelers. In the third quarter, Alex Collins ran up the middle. He had a fantastic game today. Uh, Alex Collins ran up the, the middle for a two-yard touchdown rush to make the score 7-14. Chris Boswell answers back for the Steelers. 27-yard field goes good, 17-7. And then Geno Smith hits Will Disley for a one-yard touchdown uh, pass, 14-17. And then they tie it up with uh, Jason Myers' 40-yard field goal, tied at 17 and then uh, back and forth, back. Oh, there, here we go. Third quarter. I thought it was the fourth. All right, there's a lot, a lot of little stuff going on here. Sorry, Chris Boswell, 52-yard field goal is good to put the Steelers up 20 to 17. And then Jake, uh, Jason Myers, 43-yard field goal is good to tie it up at 20 and go into overtime. Back and forth, back and forth. Actually, it's more just so back and forth. And then a Geno Smith fumble 
Uh, like I said, wonderfully punched out by T.J. Watts. He's playing incredible football right now. And uh, sets the, it, basically they turn the ball over in the red zone. Oh, in, in the Steelers' red zone, excuse me. And, uh, yeah, Chris Boswell, 37-yard field goal is good. And that is it. That is a wrap on, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh and Seattle. Your stats for the day, though. Geno Smith, 23 of 32, 209 yards passing, one touchdown. Leading rusher, Alex Collins. 20 attempts, 101 yards, and one touchdown, and a leading receiver. DK Metcalf, six catches, 58 yards. For the Steelers, Big Ben Roethlisberger, 29 of 40, 229 yards passing, one touchdown. Zero INTs, your leading rusher. Najee Harris, 24 attempts, 81 yards, and your leading receiver, Deontay Johnson, nine catches, 71 yards. That's a wrap on this week's episode, everybody. I appreciate you for tuning in. And on behalf of David and I, till next time, the two-point conversation is good. (laughs) 